0: Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's open our Bibles tonight to Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 and 14. Galatians chapter 3, 13 and 14. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. That is us. Through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Tonight, I want to title the word, Live in your delivered life. Look at two people and say, Live in your delivered life. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants to deliver us and God wants to live in the delivered life. The Bible says, The blessing of the Lord maketh ones rich and He adds no sorrow with it. If you want to... Say it in a simple way. The blessing of the Lord will make you joyfully rich. He has no sorrow to it. Hallelujah. Tonight, even as you are listening the word of the Lord, certain sorrows are going to be broken. The Lord is going to make you joyfully rich. God is going to bless you and going to make you joyfully rich you have to declare over your life that from this day onwards I'm not going to walk in certain sorrows hallelujah I will experience the joy of the Lord the joy of the blessing hallelujah it was a curse for us to walk in sorrow and pain when Adam and Eve sinned the Bible says the Lord the Lord Brought a curse and said, You will sweat it out, you will toil, you will be walking in thorns and thistles. But when Jesus Christ redeemed us from the curse, hallelujah. The Bible says, The blessing of the Lord will make us rich, it will not bring sorrow. One of the versions says, It will not make us toiling for our blessing. Hallelujah. Certain toils. Certain sweating out is going to get over tonight. We work hard, but not to the point where we don't see any fruit. Certain fruitfulness are about to come over your blessing. God is going to reward you for your hard work. God is going to reward you because you're blessed. Hallelujah. You are set apart for the blessing. Look at somebody and say, you are set apart from the blessing. The Bible says your recompense is from the law. Your reward is from the Lord. God will supernaturally reward you from heaven tonight. There is a seed time. The Bible says, Those who sow in tears, they shall reap with joy. There are some of us who have sown in tears. There is a time to cry. That is when you and I are sowing. But God is telling some of you, It is time to reap. Rejoice in the Lord it is a time of harvest hallelujah christ has redeemed us god has not called us to eternally cry and eternally weep there is a time for god's people to receive the harvest from heaven Hallelujah. I'm calling a harvest time over your life, over this church in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord told me as you listen to the word, certain past bondages will break from your life. Hallelujah. Certain things that were around you of your past has no power tonight because of the redeeming sacrifice of the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. I liked when Jesus calmed the storm. It was a present storm for the disciples. When I went a little deeper into it, I understood not only Jesus calmed the present storm. When he rebuked that storm, he was rebuking all the past storms too. He was telling the disciples from this day onwards, storm doesn't have power over your life. Some old storms. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Some old storms. Hallelujah. How many of you are here are fearing? Oh my God. Hallelujah. Let That old disease, that old curse will again come and visit me. We are going to learn tonight How to overcome Even the old storms Hallelujah The Lord rebuke Hallelujah tonight I rebuke even the old storms tonight Hallelujah Blessed be the name of the Lord God sent a storm to In Exodus 14 A sudden storm A sudden flood Drown the enemies how many of you know the storm that God has targeted the enemies will not come and touch you? Praise the Lord. Israel is free from the storm. Tonight you and I are free from the storm that is sent to the camp of the enemy. Tonight the storms, we're hallelujah, every storm that is coming, we are real oh hallelujah we are routing it back to the enemy's camp tonight hallelujah the Lord said even the storm that unnecessary that was caught by Jonah will not you will not catch it tonight hallelujah it was not a storm for Jonah it's because of his disobedience he caught it you are called to catch the promise not the storm some of you in the past caught a storm Praise the Lord. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time. But when the blessing of God will come, you will be in the right place and the right time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me tonight, church? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Past bondages you don't have to fear present bondages, present storms you don't have to fear future storms you don't have to fear hallelujah (laughs) there was a storm that came after jesus rebuked a storm to kill peter before his time lord has told me that god is giving you authority over every storm of the future that is trying to take your life the lord is rebuking it tonight come on somebody tonight No unnatural deaths will come over your life. I rebuke it tonight in the name of the Lord. Unnatural light. Because you are too blessed. Hallelujah. How will you live in your delivered life? Say with me tonight, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Tonight, I believe that God will reveal himself as a God who has set you free from every curse from your life. That revelation has to come tonight because curses are real. If curses are real, so is the blessing. Pastor was saying in his years of ministry, he has seen both blessing and curses as real. Hallelujah. But some of us have been set free from the curse in your life because of faith in Jesus. And some of us have not maintained the deliverance and tonight we will learn how to keep your deliverance, how to walk in your deliverance. How many of you want to learn to walk in your deliverance? How many of you want to maintain the deliverance? We don't want to say, Oh, I had a headache. Last month, God healed me. But Lord, headache has come back. I am praying those kind of usages will never come out of your mouth. It has come back. Praise the Lord. It will not come back. I am going to teach you tonight from the word how certain things will not come back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There was a great man of God called Al W. Shambuck, the spiritual father of A.A. A. Allen. And there was a, his spiritual, his spiritual father was a. a. Allen. And there was a man in one of his meetings, God delivered. And after A.A. A. A. Allen went to be with the Lord, I mean, he was a great mighty man with a lot of miracles. If you learn, you can go to YouTube and learn from his life. Amazing, extraordinary, mighty miracles. And there was somebody who got healed in this meeting supernaturally. But as soon as he died, this man suddenly fell back into the same pattern of addiction once he had. So he was looking if there is anyone who can set him free in the name of the Lord. And that happened because this person did not know how to keep his deliverance. Every deliverance that is pronounced over you, you have to receive it by faith in Jesus Christ. And you have to keep it in faith in Jesus Christ. So what what should you do to maintain your deliverance? We are going to look into that and we are going to pray, especially over three areas of our lives. Number one, remain in the Lord and remain in uprightness. Remain in the Lord and remain in uprightness. When you go to a doctor with any infirmity or sickness, they will give you a starting dose first. And then there will be a mega dose. And then they will give you a maintenance dose. Some of us need a maintenance dose. Every Sunday we are getting a mega dose. It's a maintenance dose that is missing in our lives. Hallelujah. Imagine if there is an eclipse, 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 and the doctor will give you a heavy dose first, and most of the time, you are after you are free, he will give you a small dose to maintain yourself. Amen. Another example: your eating of yesterday cannot undo your hunger for tomorrow. Some of you are saying, "I have eaten three days." I've gone to church for the last three days. Now, rest of my life, I don't need to go to church Sunday. Hallelujah. Your eating of yesterday cannot undo the hunger for tomorrow. Just because at yesterday that you ate doesn't mean that you're not going to be hungry. If you look at men of God like Kenneth Copeland, a great man of God, even alive at the age of 83, 84, still hungry for God's word. God has used them 65 years with the Lord. Wow. Still looks so young at the age of 85. His wife, almost 80, looks like a 40 year old girl. Because they are so hungry for the Lord. They are so soaking. Because only the Indian pastors, you know, once they learn everything that they, they've eternally learned. Hallelujah. But you see, men of God always getting and soaking themselves into the presence of God. They're still studying the God's word. How many of you want to be like that? How many of you will pray, God will raise us like that? Till the last breath, we will know the Lord. Till the last breath, we will be passionate about the Lord. Hallelujah. Not on a Sunday, the rest of the days. When God uses people, He uses people like this. When God blesses, it's not cup. It's cup overflowing. Most of us are not able to impact after Sunday is because it's not overflowing. We have this wrong mindset in our mindset. Praying is a part of spirituality. After that, you know, we have to see movie. I'm not against movies. We have to go out. We have to have fun. I mean, I'm not against any of that. But there is a line that you have drawn. God did not send you into the world to have fun. God sent you into the world to finish a job or finish a unique purpose. God has sent it over your life. And along the line, you will have fun. Would you look at me and think that I am not having fun? You don't know my life. Hallelujah. But... When you are hungry for the Lord. Hallelujah. That hunger came when I was 15 years old. At 37 years old, I have not stopped my hunger. I submitted to a man of God when I was 17 years old. After 22 years in ministry, I still submitted to the man of God. Hallelujah. Just as I was, even more. Because I still want anointings and impartations and still want to be united with servant of God. God has put over my life so that we will progress in God's kingdom and where God has placed us and we will accomplish a mission and a vision together for the glory of Jesus Christ. These are the kind of people who studies the word, learn the word, meditate the word, confess the word And these are the kind of people God is raising up tonight. And God is going to raise you tonight. I can't raise you. I can only teach you. God has to raise you. Praise the Lord. Just imagine a 90-year-old man. My mother has turned 74 today. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord. God has blessed me with a lovely mom. Just imagine a 90-year-old man who has received a prophecy over his life. And he will live till 95. God is saying, hey, you're going to live another five years. So what will this man do? Okay. For the next five years, I'm not going to eat any food. Because God said, I'll live till 95. Is that what he's going to do? Hallelujah. Can 90 years of eating be enough for this man to go on till 95? No. That is why some of you don't think, oh, I've learned everything. Now I don't need anything more. You have to keep listening to the word of God. Some of you need to keep getting this word into your heart till you experience that deliverance. You have to meditate on the word of God till you know that you will break off that cycle of every curse and every sorrow and you will turn your life into a blessing. Just as you are going to dance and clap over, hallelujah, just as you are going to, hallelujah, pray, have a dance session over the fact that you're going to be blessed just as you cannot help it but to dance forth because I know I'm so blessed the man in the Acts of the Apostles chapter 3 the moment he came to know oh my God this man who had a problem from the mother's womb and God raised him up from there through Peter and John. And the Bible says this man started jumping and leaping. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Tonight the Lord is telling the next five months. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Some of you are going to leap and jump over the promises. Come on. Hallelujah. There's a woman, there's a little girl who went who's who in America. When Pastor went there, he she said, Pastor, I've heard a particular message over 120 times till God started using me. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Remain in the word, remain in his grace, and then you will have an uprightness, an upright life. Hallelujah. So number one, remain in the Lord. Remain in His uprightness. Number two, Isaiah 22 and the fifth was Isaiah 5. Oh house of Jacob, come you and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Number two is to walk in the light, walk in the revelation. Revelations bring liberty. Knowledge does not bring liberty. Listening to the word does not bring liberty. Word revealed is liberty. Oh, come on somebody tonight. I pray tonight that the eyes of your heart shall be enlightened tonight to know that God has set you apart to experience this blessing. Darkness can return only while the light grows dim. Revelation, it's which sustains liberation. Look at two people and say, Revelation sustains liberation. Tomorrow, if the devil comes and tells you, Hey, you are not healed, is it? Don't ask. You are not blessed. Are you in the Le pada pasal mana orang ini pernah berada peti bisa sah. Kita malangnya pernah Hallelujah. the past we have seen people getting healed but after a few months they come back with the same problem with the same issues or they experience supernatural provision but after some time they get back to debt and they get back to bondage again how because darkness has crept in their mind in their heart they have lost their revelation knowledge somewhere or they've been confused in that revelation. Tonight, every confusion about your blessing. Leave tonight in the name of the Lord. Your heart and your mind shall be clear. If you have a real revelation, the devil cannot confuse you. Because your car batteries need to be recharged. Your computer needs to be refreshed. Your revelation needs to be strengthened again and again. What makes you think that once you receive it, the devil won't attack you? Only when you have a revelation, the devil will come against it. Praise the Lord. If not, you are anyway sitting in life. Why should the devil attack? When the attack comes, know that there is a revelation. There is a pressure inside of you. Oh, अलाबार अगड़ा दुराडलाबार अगड़ा कबरा समदरा दुरुडलामनस धिवारी some of you are wondering, am I called? Does God real, really need me? Why? Because somewhere the light has grown dim and darkness has crept back. The Lord needs you. Why you think the Lord called you 20 years back and suddenly after 20 years, Lord, has changed my mind. Or oh, changed his mind. God called you. the very reason why you are not able to say yes to the calling of God, itself darkness has come in. Isaiah just said yes and God sent him. Who will go for me? He heard. Come on somebody tonight. One three letter word can change your destiny for the glory of God hallelujah yes 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 i said it not ask will i get a car a stage kittuo mic I get to? will i get a stage a mic will people praise me will people clap at me nothing hallelujah He said, send me. Hallelujah. No condition. Will I be known across the world? He didn't ask that. If God wants to, let him so do it. Come on somebody tonight. The revelation. Tonight in the name of Jesus. Let every darkness go. Let the light of God's word shine in your hearts. The light of God's blessing shine in your hearts. Let every ignorance leave you tonight. Let rebuke the spirit of ignorance tonight. Hallelujah. Let your, hallelujah, open your mouth tonight and say, let every darkness go out of my life in the name of Jesus. Let every bondage go out of my life in the name of Jesus. Let the revelation light of God's word enter my heart in the name of Jesus. In Romans 10-2, the Bible says, "Seal without knowledge is not good. When real revelations come, real seal come. Ah, come on tonight. Why don't we have a zealousness? See, yesterday you got the revelation of blessing. That's why all of you came. The zeal to come. When revelation comes, zeal comes. Ah, come on somebody tonight. Oh, Rabadiya, Skaradana, Skaratana, Sandara. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the when, Lord. When the revelation comes, the seal, the seal to go out, the seal to tell somebody, to seal to evangelize, the seal to win somebody for the glory, to seal to walk in the blessing, all this comes out of revelation. Number 3. How to maintain. Maintain spiritual intensity or spiritual wakefulness to keep enemy at bay. Matthew 13, the Bible says, While men slept, the enemy came and sowed." Maintain spiritual wakefulness, spiritual intensity. Maintain spiritual intensity. Romans chapter 12 and the 11th verse says, Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Fervent in spirit, spiritual intensity. Flies will come and sit on the top of us stove when it's not functioning but when you put the stove in fire into flame oh come on somebody come on somebody the flies will go away this night i am putting the stove in fire hallelujah glory to god let every fly that has come generationally trying to find a way into your lives be gone in the name of the lord let the fire of god come on somebody tonight you have to maintain your spiritual temperature, your spiritual levels. Certain things won't be able to sit in your life when you are under the fire of God. Lift your hands and open your mouth and say, I welcome the fire of the Holy Spirit. I welcome the fire of the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I welcome the fire of God. Matthew chapter 12, 43 to 45 says When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest. And findeth none. Then he said, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he has come, he findeth it empty, swept, garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. Hallelujah. When does the enemy come back? When the place is empty. I've seen that people in ministry, people getting back into bondage. You know why? They are set free, but they live empty. No more word. No more praise. No more worship. No more fire. In Kenya, in a place called Masemara, if you are gone there, there are guides who tell you sometimes a lion will leap out of her and give a big roar in between. And it is heard six to eight kilometers and the guides say that these lions roar like that to let every animal know that they are there and it's there, it's their territory. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody, somebody here tonight. hallelujah. Let the devil know certain things tonight. Give him a shout and tell. You cannot enter my territory. This is my blessing. This is my job. This is my business. This is my family. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Six to eight kilometers. Ours will not reach the gate. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want spiritual deliverance? Go home and make noise unto God. Joyful noise unto God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This ministry has started with noise. It is sustained by noise. And it will have noise till Jesus comes back a second time. Oh, come on somebody. Hallelujah. Joyful noise to the Lord. We are making sorrowful noise. Are you? Amen. Every area tonight that is rightfully yours, you have to take it back with praise and thanksgiving. Every area God gave you victory, you sustain it. Hallelujah. You don't allow the enemy to come back when you keep praising and thanking the Lord. Come on, somebody, tonight. Hallelujah. Tell this morning, enemy I will not allow you to enter my territory again. Bishash, Irikyadanda Vakash at the lake, the nanya kate to wad Hallelujah. The Lord gives you territories and victories. There is a territory God has given us as a church in this city. If you and I will continuously praise and thank the Lord, we will take fold of the souls and places and territories. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. That the devil will not be able to stop us tonight. That we will be entering. Hallelujah. Once we were scared to enter spaces, but today we will have a dare anointing. An anointing to dare the enemy. Hallelujah. But if you just go back and lie down without you realizing those very territories that you when God gave you, the enemy will take over. Let me tell you sometimes, one great man of God said, in the last days, the enemy is at no mercy. He will play the game very, very rudely. He, if you give him an inch, he will take hallelujah praise god your entire house it is time that we will not give him an inch come on somebody ask the lord to anoint us we will not give an inch to the devil oh we will praise and thanks the lord he is not merciful hallelujah that is why sometimes we need to have a 24-hour fast by ourselves to be spiritually awakened to maintain the spiritual intensity not just a corporate fast like this, but every at least once a week, 24 hour fast, a half a day of reading the word alone, sitting alone in the room without getting disturbed, praising and worshiping and soaking yourself in the word and keep listening. If you do that once a week, you will keep that spiritual maintenance, the intensity in your life. I want you to write this in your book. Don't live by assumption. Praise the Lord. Don't live by assumption. Live by faith. It will come. Hallelujah. Today's believers, word, we are praying, Pastor. We are praying. Good. You have to say we are having, we are having, we received. It's us. It's us, Pastor. It's us. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm. Let there be a hallelujah. Vocabulary change. It's us. We have got it. I know, brother. How do you know? Well, the this word says so. This word says so. That word says so. That word says so. This word. Oh, come on, somebody. We got it. We got it. Tonight, I declare the victory of Jesus Christ on every territory. And on every area that jesus christ has given us lift your hands and thank the lord and give a shout of praise let there be a roar of mighty praise we receive the territories the spaces jesus the lamb of god to the redeeming blood of jesus It is us. It is us. It is us. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes people are scared whether they will die before their time. They will have an accident. The devil will keep that bondage in your mind and say, will I die before my time? Hebrews chapter 2 and the ninth verse says, but we have Jesus. How many of you are here tonight? If you don't have the word inside of your heart to counter it, the devil will make you think like that. One backache, oh my God, is it back cancer? One headache, oh my brain cancer. One heartache, is it heart attack? If you don't have the word, hallelujah. If you have the word inside, the affliction will not return back to you. Come on somebody tonight. Not what you know in your head, in your heart burning. You will fulfill your days. Lift your hands and say, I will fulfill my days. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hebrews 2.9 says, But we see Jesus who has made a little lower than the angels... For the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of god should taste death for every man jesus tasted death for everyone how many years 33 and a half years he tasted death and he was died prematurely that you and i will live long come on somebody tonight with a long life hallelujah we will be satisfied hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah, He will give you long life. Amen. Tonight I command that every premature death be broken over your from your life in the name of Jesus. Every death plans and unnatural deaths tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May you enjoy long life through the word that God is releasing you tonight. May you be a satisfied life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. On the basis of this word, I renounce. Say it. I renounce premature death. Hallelujah. Lift your hands as I fulfill my days. For the glory of Jesus. I like a man of God in the city, very serious man of God. He had a severe illness, and he was refusing. He's a very old, man, I mean, type. I mean, old type of thinking. He refused to take medicine. He refused to get an operation done. He said, "I would rather die and get long life and do something stupid." The Holy Spirit has to assure him that God will continue to use for His glory for him to go for the operation. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is long life. Yes, but I pray tonight, your long life will bring glory and honor to the kingdom of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the enemy come against you, do you have something inside of you? Hallelujah. Amen. A man of God came to pastor once and told him, in the last days, the war is going on and there's no mercy. You give an inch to the devil. He will destroy your life. The last days battle, there is no mercy. Because of the blood of Jesus, we stand victorious in Christ Jesus. Lift your hands and say, I have victory through the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Live in that blessing. There is an anti-snake venom. If you are in the blessing, curse cannot come near you. Open your mouth and say, I'm going to walk in the blessing of Jesus. You have to, you have to speak for yourself. Hallelujah. The deliverance is in your mouth. Your very words will neutralize the power of the enemy that comes against you. Praise the Lord. Blessing is the antidote to the curse. When you are living in the blessing, you are living beyond the encroachment of a curse. The curse cannot come and encroach you and take space. That is important. You need to walk in the blessing of God. If... if, the man of God, hallelujah, Released. This is going to be an extraordinary year. True to that word, say, my life this year will end up in an extraordinary year. Hallelujah. If you have that word in your heart, no matter what you are facing tonight, God will turn the curse into a blessing. What looks like a curse, God will turn into a blessing tonight. Who can curse whom the Lord is blessed? Some of you are going to walk in that kind of blessing tonight. The Lord told me to tell you. And you have to tell that to the curse. Tell the curse. Don't ever search for me. <laughs> you won't get me. You can't find me. Praise the Lord. I'm hiding too much in the blessing. You can't find me. Hallelujah. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. How can you cause... To, to live in this blessing. What can cause you to walk in this blessing? We know it's a sacrifice of Jesus. I know that's only cure the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. But let me tell you practically there is an obedience associated with it. In Deuteronomy 28.1 It shall come to pass if thou hearken diligently unto the voice of thy God and observe to do all, all the commandments which I command thee this today. That the Lord thy God will set you high above the nations of the earth. The lack of time I'm just going fast. It is to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. It is not because of what you do but because of what Jesus Christ has done for your life. You walk in the blessing but practically in your walk with God there is an element of obedience. I told you yesterday that uh, example I give you a free ticket a business class you take it you say amen to it and tomorrow you are thinking does pastor really mean it? Some of you say amen to the blessing but tomorrow you will see does God really mean it? If God really means it Hallelujah. If you know the heart, whatever God tells you, you will do it. Go to the airport, you will do it. Go to the counter, you will do it. Here's an element of practical obedience to it. Hallelujah. Uh You have to hear His voice. Now, He's going to say it powerfully. Some of you, whatever you don't receive, receive this. In Exodus chapter 23, 25 and 26, It says, and you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take the sickness away from the midst. There shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in thy land, and the number of days I will fulfill. Now, listen to it tonight. Serving the Lord will give you access to walk into the blessing of Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody, tonight. Mm. Serving the Lord Jesus. Sometimes the Lord has decided some blessing will come into your life only while you are serving Him. It's free of course, but when you're serving Him, no generational curse can come and attack you. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. No generational curses can come and Hallelujah, praise the Lord, attack the one who's serving the Lord. That's why the Lord is attacking your calling. Stop you from serving the Lord. Because when you're serving the Lord, oh, come on somebody. Nobody will be barren. Nobody will die prematurely. It is the word of the Lord because you're serving the Lord. No sickness will come. I will take the sickness out of your life because you're serving the Lord. Serving the Lord, give access to walk in the blessing of Jesus. Serving the Lord will make you free from fear of generational curses. Oh, hallelujah. There is an assurance inside. This can't touch me. You know, as a pastor, you know, there are other work, you know, I have estate to look at. Other responsibility of other churches. Sometimes I say, Lord, I don't have time to go. Pastor here sometimes and look at my estates, and I'm 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 trying to get time taking up children, I have a one year of baby. How how to then the the the, the, the truth that I've learned that has come from generations that I've heard my dad telling me when you serve the Lord, he will take care of your work. Praise the Lord, hallelujah! When you're serving the Lord, He will take care of your work, He will take care of my children, He will take care of their issues, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I have a testimony tonight on behalf of my child. They are doing extremely well in school. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I was looking at the papers of my second son and said, Oh my God, I have never seen these marks before. Praise the Lord. All hundred, 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 hundred. Only one subject, he has lost a couple of marks. Amen. I believe it's because I'm serving the law. Because nothing in my pay <laughs> covers somebody to die. Hallelujah. What causes you to walk in the blessing? Number six, a prophetic coverage. Everybody say prophetic coverage. God told in the Old Testament, tell the priest to stretch their hands and bless the congregation. May the Lord God bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you. May His countenance be upon you. May he be gracious unto you. And, the, uh, and give you peace. A prophetic coverage. When you come under the man of God, where God has placed you, when He stretches His hand and pronounces a blessing, there is a covering that is released. There is a prophetic dimension Dimension that is released. How do I know what that is? Hosea chapter 12 and the 13th verse. If, if you don't know it by heart, it. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and a prophet, they were preserved. Hallelujah. There is a prophetic covering. If the devil, hallelujah, cannot attack you, he'll try to attack the covering. He'll try to get you out of the covering. He will try to put, hallelujah, or send people into your life that can put, hallelujah, a dimension or a a certain lie against you and the man of God. Hallelujah. He's 24 hours working against it because he knows, hallelujah, the easiest way to attack you is to get you out of the covering. Hallelujah. You be smart enough to know this is not negotiable. Your relationship with God is not negotiable. Your relationship with your spouse is not re- re- negotiable. Your relationship with the children are not negotiable. So is your relationship with the man of God should not be not, not be negotiable. Your relationship with the church should not be negotiable. Hallelujah. Don't get with stupid people and attack the church. You are wrecking yourself. Hallelujah. Out of the blessing of the prophetic covering. There are stupid people in the churches even tonight. Let every stupidity or rebuke tonight. Because there you are preserved. There is only one scripture that I have tried my best to walk into that deep. That is 2 Chronicles twenty twenty. Trust the Lord and trust your man of God and God will prosper you. I have kept that by the grace of God. prophetic mantle will terminate your captivity come on somebody tonight and the same mantle will sustain your liberty people are set free but they are not sustained lift your hands and say I welcome the prophetic covering in my life hallelujah are going to pray for three areas tonight. Three areas. Not every area will be for you, but if it is for you, then get another anointing of the Holy Spirit. Get another Lordship of Jesus and receive the deliverance. What is a curse? What is a curse? It is a negative pattern or patterns that are noticeable within a particular families and communities. What is a curse? It is a negative pattern or a patterns that are noticeable within a particular families and communities. You have to identify what is the pattern of your family. For example, in some families people die before their time. That's a curse. In certain families, marriages have a challenge. Certain people, marriages are joyful. You think that, oh my God, I married to the wrong person. Not because the person is bad. Not because he's not pretty or beautiful. But there's challenges. It's a curse. There's no joy in that marriage. In a In certain families, there are tragic events that continuously take place. I'm not speaking about one moody day. Continuously, no taking place. In certain families, whatever they do doesn't prosper. Tonight, I command such curses in your family to be uprooted. Through the authority in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands and say, let every curse leave my family tree in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus put your hands together give a clap offering to Jesus tonight hallelujah number two negative bloodline transfers possibly with parental transactions with the enemy I will explain that negative bloodline transfers Possibly with parental transaction enemy. It's not supposed to come, but it's coming. Imagine you go to a doctor. Am I okay? Is this fine? Am I too fast? Imagine you go to a doctor and you have hypertension. They will ask, What's your family history? They give you a medicine, they will ask, What's your family history? Be it diabetes, mental illness, whatever, certain types of skin disease, they'll ask you. Amen. Keep hearing, keep hearing. Some deliverance will happen as you're hearing the word. It might be there in that bloodline. but If a medical doctor is going to ask a family history before he treats you, imagine... Open your mouth and say, with all faith, every curse in my family bloodline be broken. I renounce. I break through the sacrifice of Jesus now. It has no right over my life, over my generation. In Jesus name, in Jesus name, the yoke be destroyed. Amen. Oh, lift your hands and praise him for some time. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a powerful scripture. I don't have time to read everything, but I'm just reading it out. You can go home and read it. In Jeremiah chapter 31, 29 to 20, 30. It says, In those days they shall no longer say, the fathers have eaten saw grapes and the children's teeth are set on the edge. In those days. And then he's speaking about the new covenant. Amen. In those days. Which days? In the days when we get the revelation of of the freedom from generational curses in those days you will not have to walk in your father's sins or father's problems hallelujah your father might have committed and attracted a demon you don't have to take it come on somebody tonight Ah, come on hallelujah we are under the new covenant oldest let's we don't have to carry what our fathers attracted into our lives oh come on somebody tonight Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Negative pattern or limiting under that thing. Sometimes it's the limitations or disempowering forces of, you know, ancestral and generational connections. How to disempower the forces of ancestral and generational connections? How to limit them? How to disempower them? You can go and Zechariah chapter one nineteen to 20 1 Bible says there are horns which will scatter you so that no man did lift up his head there are horns that will scatter you there are horns that have come to scatter the people's head that you will not be lifted up in other words he's saying don't cross certain level. Don't cross certain blessings. You be, you maintain the little that you have. Already he'll know. Don't go for certain holidays. Stay there. That holidays is not for you. He will not allow to reach certain dimension. Hallelujah. Instead of empowering, it's disempowering. It's a force limiting you. You have to cancel that out of your life. You feel you cannot cross this, you're limited in this area, and to spend the rest of your life under this confinement. Sometimes poverty, debt, don't cross this. Or a house, don't buy it. That's a curse. Come on, somebody tonight. I will buy that house. Oh, everybody had two-wheelers. You walk in two-wheelers. There is a parameter. The enemy is, is disempowering you. Limiting or disempowering forces. Limiting. Let every limitations be broken tonight. It has come from your ancestors. You have to disempower what you're, what is disempowering you. And say, so you don't have authority over me. Or well, some people say, what will the rest of the family think? Let them think what they want. Don't be stuck tonight. It has to break from your life in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and say, hallelujah. Take off the chains from your life. In the name of Jesus, break off from my life. Every limitations, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Genesis chapter 12, 1 to 3. Now the Lord said to Abraham, get thee out of country. And from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto the land which I will show thee, and I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee, and I will make thy name great, and he shall be a blessing. I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, and in the name shall be blessed all your families. Hallelujah. That blessing is for you too. Through you, every family shall be blessed. Oh. When you look into the family of Abraham, he had a father called Terah. Terah's problem is what he starts, he cannot finish. That bondage is being broken tonight. That bondage is being broken tonight. There is a curse. Hallelujah. Abraham, two brothers. One was called Haran, whose son was Lot, his nephew. Haran died before Abraham's father died, that is premature death. You don't want your children to die before your time. I cancel that in the name of the Lord. It's a sign of curse. There was another brother called Nahur. He was alive, but no relevance. Hallelujah. There is no need to compete. You know, when you when you don't find relevance, there is a competition. But how many of you say my life will have significance. Our church will have significance. Hallelujah. On this earth. Amen. God did not send this earth to be a nobody. God has a plan over your life. I am somebody because of Jesus Christ and sacrifice. People will know me because of His glory is resting over my life. I will not die. I will live to proclaim the deeds of God, the greatness of God. So God told Abraham to get out of this country his family, get out of that curse because God wanted to show him something beautiful. You have to get out from that mindset. Don't allow people to keep you there. That's what the devil is trying through our family members our relatives to keep you there in their curse, in that mindset. The Lord said get out. Even tonight in the New Testament, God has set apart His church to be relevant and to be significant. Don't stay in your father's curse. Oh, Some people will never understand. We need to be set apart as separated family. That's the church. My father's family name is Anatan, and my mother's is Potangalap. Thank God for those kind of great families that I was given the grace to be born but when the moment that I'm born again I get out of that family line and I get into the family line of Jesus Christ come on somebody tonight if you don't have a family line don't worry that is how you walk in the blessing of God hallelujah so that every curse in my sides of the family will be broken off from my life are you here tonight get it in your spirit get it in your spirit what happens to people is they come to church but they are not set apart so these spiritual forces keep pushing them down Oh, come on. You get that. Praise the Lord. So the spiritual forces will keep pushing you down. Don't allow that tonight. It's almost like a satanic glue that is sticking on your feet and you cannot move for the glory of God. May that glue be released out of feet and let there be anointing, hallelujah, oiled under your feet that you will not go to visit wrong places and wrong lives uh, and bring curses uh, that is not yours. When you're going to a prostitute out, you are bringing that four, four generation curse over the prostitute into your family. That is, hallelujah, rightfully belongs to a blessed... But tonight every prostitution i rebuke it every uncleanness i rebuke it tonight may you progress may you reach new limits new areas in your life your limitations be broken new heights tonight in the name of the lord Oh, Rabadios, Karadala, Tamarios, Kamedia, Rodora Balazia. Lift your hands and give a shout of praise tonight. Oh, Jesus! Certain people can't forgive because unforgiveness is a part of their family. They know in my head you have to forgive, but they don't come out of certain bitterness. They're looking to catch a bitterness. do what the easiest way to find out that you are walking in a blessing is the ability to forgive how many of you are here tonight hallelujah tonight hallelujah you can go read Genesis eleven twenty-seven, Genesis 12 whatever I am speaking is there Tonight, we are coming out of these limitations. There are limitations and disempowering forces in rise and in crash. Some of us are sitting here. Some people rise tonight and then crash tomorrow. We cannot sustain it. We go through a near success syndrome. Some of the people in the church, some of you personally, I know you go through that. Almost got that job. Almost got that breakthrough. Almost got that big moment in your life, but somehow it slips and goes. Those kind of patterns be broken tonight in the name of Jesus. Almost you have gotten something and then it slips through. The marriages come through. Hallelujah. You will progress and finish that marriage proposal. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some people's marriage is not just marriage, it's more damage. It's a curse. Hallelujah. It's not you're no longer cute and nice. You have to set your life apart for Jesus. It cannot go. rise and crash, rise and crash. Lift your hands and say, My marriage will not rise and crash. It will keep rising. It will keep rising. I cancel every curse over the marriages tonight in the name of Jesus. It will keep rising for the glory of God. You have to be strong. Jacob said, Unless you bless me, I won't let you go. He literally resists, wrestled, and he was persistent. Unless you bless me. Why? Why that kind of attitude? Some of us are laid back attitude. Sitting on a fence and Jacob was determined. What I want to leave tonight is that laid back attitude. We have to take it. Now, I'll tell you why. So, lack of time, I'm just going fast, okay? I'm already. There is a blessing called the firstborn blessing and, and there is there's a relevance to it in the Bible. The firstborn in the Bible was always at the double portion. But when you look. Into the family of Abraham it was denied in that family Ishmael was the firstborn but he did not receive the blessing Isaac did Esau was the firstborn but Jacob received the blessing Reuben was the firstborn in Jacob's life but Joseph the second last son received the blessing even though what the firstborn is supposed to receive what was rightfully his he's not receiving it somebody else is receiving it how many of you believe that should break off my life. That should break off my life. What is rightfully mine should come to me in the name of Jesus. My avakasham is not going to die. I will not Hallelujah. Stotram. Amen. Hallelujah. Ishmael is not going Hallelujah. Stotram. Isaac is not Amen. Hallelujah. That's why I am going to die. I am going to Hallelujah. Certain battles, you look at your family. Abraham wrestling with people. Isaac wrestling with the wells—that that is rightfully his. And Jacob wrestling for a salary. Laban refused to pay him. See how beautiful the Bible is. Some of your salaries are coming through tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Stodhram, hallelujah. Come on somebody tonight. Let there be a supernatural increase in your salary. That is right. Oh, Daras. Release loose your salary to a significant amount tonight in the name of the Lord. So somebody's blessing is coming through. And but after Jacob. So what did Jacob do? He wrestled. He said, I'm going to wrestle. Why? Because... I am going to end the cycle with me. My children will not experience this. How many of you will wrestle tonight and say, I will be the last one who goes through this struggle? Ah. How many of you declare that? Come on, somebody tonight. Jacob wrestled. So that this pattern did not follow his grandchildren or his children. Ephraim and Manasseh were blessed. It should end with you tonight. We are praying and fasting and seeking the face of the Lord. Because certain problems should end with us. Even tonight. Tonight. Hallelujah. Your children, your grandchildren should not carry it. They should be the partakers of the blessing of God. So tonight, when we are going to pray... I know I'm just overshot 20 minutes, but as we're going to pray, let's be determined to receive this blessing from God. Lift your hands and say, I'm coming out of every curse. I'm coming out of every generational and ancestral family curse, yokes of bondage. I'm coming out of it by the blood of Jesus. Say it. Hallelujah. Let the devil hear it. Let the devil hear it. Hallelujah. I want the devil to hear the family statement. Come on, let the families here tonight together. The yoke be broken tonight. As for me and my family, we are coming out of this curse. A generation of family through the sacrifice. I'm coming out, coming out. I'm under the new covenant. My generations will be blessed. My family tree is going to be blessed. I'm going to walk in the blessing of God. What is the basis of our victory? What is the basis of our victory? And we'll pray. Colossians 2, 13 and 14. I want you to take your Bible. Read it with me. Somebody read it for me, please. Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, He has made alive together with Him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and He has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Amen. Every handwriting, everything was written against you. Jesus on the cross, He cancelled it out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He cut it out from your life. Your basis for victory is the blood of Jesus. Lift your hands and say, My basis of victory is the blood of Jesus. 1 Corinthians 10 and 16 verse. The cup of blessing which we bless. When we take the communion of the blood of Jesus Christ, the Bible is saying, the cup of blessing. What is it called? Cup of blessing. Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ, the bread which we break? It is not. Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? The cup of blessing. Every time you partake of the Lord's table, it's the cup of blessing. Hallelujah. Every time you partake of the Lord's table, it's a cup of blessing. Without you realizing or with you realizing after you understand the word, every time that you take and partake of the cup, the curse is reversed you are reminded that you are no longer under a curse even if there is some kind of interference it is reversed into a blessing it's been broken off there's no hold over you it's a cup of blessing in the name of jesus 1 peter 1 for as much as you know that you were redeemed everybody say i'm redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by the tradition from your fathers but with the precious blood of Jesus as the lamb without blemish and spot. Here the Bible is saying you were redeemed bought back not with corruptible things as silver or gold from your vain conversations vain means empty conversations say I'm free from empty conversations profitless conversations the Lord is releasing some of us from empty Profitless, vain conversations. I'm hearing devilish conversations. The Lord is canceling it and releasing you out of that in the name of the law. Releasing some families out in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory. Conversations also means habits or mannerisms. You are redeemed from empty and profitless traditions, habits, mannerisms by the blood of Jesus Christ. Chela habits, hallelujah, chela mannerisms, chela baddhita kala, allah tildhundum, karta avudhine vidyupi ki yana. Chela riniti kala linda, karta Such habits, traditions, mannerisms in your family tree are broken off. Tonight through the blood of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands and say, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it. I receive it in the name of Jesus. He is my strong tower. He is my redeemer. I receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Give a shout of praise tonight.